singing the long gospel on this Wednesday, May the 5th in the year of our Lord 2021. I'm Pastor Tom Baker, and we're going to be taking a look at what is going on in China. Why are we doing this? Because it appears that what's going on in China may also soon be going on in the United States. For example, authorities with the Chinese Communist government find a Christian man almost $25,000. Why? Because he hosted a Christmas celebration and he was accused of violating multiple anti-religious laws. He lives in a village in the province of Henan, and what he had done, he hosted more than 40 Christians, including 20 children, to pray and sing hymns in honor of Christ's birth. Now what happened, Chinese officials raided his home and subsequently fined him $24,693 in U.S. money for hosting the party. An amount the persecution watchdog says is astronomical for a villager. Now, what did the authorities do? They accused him of violating three of their laws, hosting an unauthorized religious gathering under Article 71 of the Regulation of Religious Affairs, hosting minors at a religious gathering, and owning Christian calendars and unauthorized religious books. Now, you don't think that's happening in the United States? Amazon.com, for example, no longer is selling certain books, books that are against gay marriage, books uh, against other immoralities that is that are happening in this country. They've stopped selling them. And, of course, you've got places like California. They made a law that it is not permitted for a Christian church to try and change a homosexual lifestyle, that that is contrary to the laws of California. These kinds of things are happening. Now, there are a lot of people that are really upset with the government in the United States also in not permitting certain kinds of worship services to occur and, of course, they're blaming the virus. Now, I'm in congregations where we have, I have four congregations in Illinois that I'm helping out with right now, and they observe uh, the rules, and yet we are still able to worship. We wear masks uh, during the worship services. Uh, there are only so many people in the church and even my home congregation, St. Paul de Pere, uh, what they do is you have to indicate ahead of time that you're coming to church because they need to know how many people are coming. They separate the pews 
Uh, they also have special times for communion. Uh, I myself did that, where a shunan did not want to come at the time in the middle of a worship service because so many people were there. And so we met with them after the worship service in a private room uh, to give them the Lord's Supper. So I, at this point, don't see the laws of certain states uh, interrupting worship. You can still follow them. And it is some requirements that you need to follow, but it's getting better as more and more people are being vaccinated. The fact of the matter is, is that in China, the $25,000 goes to the Religious Affairs Bureau. It's a kind of a governmental agency that often is in need of cash. And according to Bitter Winter, and these are the folks watching these things, notes that heavy fines are used to both terrorize religious descendants, uh, dissidents, and finance the bureaucrats. In 2020, for example, in Beijing, riot police prevented Christians from entering Catholic and Protestant churches, placing signs on the doors reading, due to the pandemic, all religious activities have been halted. And in the Fujian province, Christians were prevented from singing Christmas songs in a shopping mall, even though the believers have been invited to perform. Chinese schools told children Christmas should not be celebrated and gifts should not be exchanged. In 2018, just before Christmas, authorities in some cities, such as Langfang in the Hebei province, ordered shops to remove Christmas decorations on the streets and in window displays. In fact, how many times have you entered into the store and they won't say Merry Christmas, they say Happy Holidays instead, even in the United States. Authorities across China have warned members of Christian churches not to try to hold public gatherings to celebrate Christmas. And in fact, the disciplinary arm of the Communist Party banned its members and government officials from celebrating Christmas. Now, China is ranked 17th on Open Door USA's World Watch list of 50 countries where it is most difficult to be a Christian. Now, that's up six spots from the previous year. And according uh, to Open Doors, the Communist Party has cracked down on Christians. And how are they doing that? They're using surveillance technology, integrating social credit and video security system within the last year to track its people and punish them 
for attending church. So China is not the kind of place that you would want to be if you are a Christian. We think the evidence as to why the Chinese church is so targeted is that the leaders are scared of the size of the church and the growth of the church. And and that's why we're talking about this. You would think that the number of Christians is really going down. But despite increasing persecution, the Christian population in China is projected to reach 300 million by 2030. At that rate, that's about 7 to 8% a year in increase. And so you're looking at a group of people that will be 300 million strong. The Chinese leadership really do long-term planning. Their economic plan goes to 2049. So obviously this bothers them because as a group examining this says, if the church continues to grow like that, then they'll have to share power. Authorities with the Chinese Communist Party are now punishing those, as I've said, who provide worship venues for believers as religious persecution continues to escalate in the country. According to Asia News, a Catholic in the town of Wangli was fined last month for offering his private chapel to the bishop of the Wenzhou Diocese. Now, that is that particular diocese, it's Roman Catholic, is only recognized by the Vatican, not by the Chinese Communist Party. And so on March 16th, he offered his chapel to about 20 Roman Catholics. Shortly after that, he was sentenced to a hefty fine of 200,000 yen. That's the equivalent of about $30,000. And it was under the charge of hosting the bishop for illegal religious activities and providing him with lunch and a restroom. He was fined $30,000 for that. He was accused of violating the state-sanctioned church's principle because the bishop had been ordained by a foreign institution, the Roman Catholic Church out of the Vatican. And that, the charge said, goes against the principle of independence, autonomy, and self-administration of the church in China. Now, how many Roman Catholics are in China? There's approximately 10 to 12 million Roman Catholics. But if the number of Christians is increasing to 300 million by 2030, there are many, 
many Christians who are not Roman Catholic. For example, the complaint against these individuals are that they facilitate illegal religious activities, which is against the regulations, requiring that religious activities take place only in locations registered by the government. So what has the Communist Party been doing? Recently, they shut down two Roman Catholic Church-run children's homes, a St. Joseph's Disabled Infant Home in Renqui and the Liming Home in the Diocese of Saxion. Both of those homes are in the Hebei province. The Communist Party also shuttered Catholic-run orphanages. Two years ago, an orphanage in Baoji, run by the Sisters of the Sacred Heart, was also shut down. And you know what's happening in some places in the United States. They're trying to shut down orphanages uh, run by nuns who refuse to give the children to gay couples which is, of course, contrary to the will of God. And now they're saying that they need to be shut down, even in the United States. Uh, a local priest in China lamented earlier this month after children were transferred to state-run facilities that the government is not only, quote, ignoring the beautiful contribution and quality social services provided by the Roman Catholic Church, but wants, in fact, to destroy them. Now, according to newly released reports, religious persecution in China intensified in 2020 because thousands of Christians were affected by church closures and other human rights abuses. Christians in both official, state-run churches and house churches were ordered to fly the Chinese flag and sing patriotic songs in services. Now, I know there's some controversy as to whether or not the American flag uh, should be put in a church sanctuary. I personally don't have a problem with that because according to Romans 13, God has appointed governmental authorities and we are to obey them unless they cause us to sin. And of course, one of the sins would be that we're not allowed to worship. But the idea that the Christians also have to sing patriotic songs in services in support of the Communist Party, that's ridiculous. We've got enough churches in the United States singing so-called Christian hymns that are not Christian at all. They don't really talk about Jesus. They talk about love and all these kinds of things, but they're contrary to the Word of God. So authorities 
were accused of directing ministers and priests to change their sermons and alter them to conform to Communist Party ideology. Now, we know when that happened before. It was in Germany when the Nazi Party was telling pastors that they had to support the Nazis. And it appears this is happening more and more in the United States, that churches are being forced no longer to oppose sinful lives, such as dealing with homosexuality, uh, abortion, or changing one's gender, this sort of thing. And laws are being made to persecute Christians who speak in that way. I can't tell you how many emails I receive from Christians, not all of them Lutheran, who are in certain businesses and they dare not speak out against, for example, gay marriage or else they can be fired. This idea that, uh, as reported recently, that President Biden said free speech should not be allowed across the board. And the example he gave was calling out fire in a crowded theater. Now, it's not the speech that should be watched in that situation. It's that when somebody does that, it leads to violence and perhaps death of individuals. But when we in the church speak out against, say, homosexuality, we're not asking that violence take place against such people. We love them and we want them to be saved and therefore repent of their sinful attitude and sinful life. So free speech needs to be permitted unless that free speech advances personal violence against individuals. And I don't know of any pastor who has preached against same-sex marriage and in that says, and when you see such people, beat them up. No, it, it could be that others so hate the homosexual lifestyle that they want to do violence against them and they should be arrested because we cannot do violence against people because they're living in immoral life. Although we will do violence against those who break the law. For example, the police can be called and arrested if they're breaking into homes or if they're breaking into churches and destroying property. So authorities are accused of telling ministers what they are to preach. I'm not near as worried as some of my fellow pastors are about what's going to happen in the United States of America. Sure, the government may come down saying that we should not be preaching against immorality as we understand it, but we're still going to do that. And the people 
who hear that are thinking that they're being victimized. No. What's victimizing these people is living lifestyles contrary to the word of God. And we can't tell you how many people have joyfully repented of those lifestyles and no longer sin according to them because the Christian church is making headway. You know, a lot of people are thinking, oh, Christianity is going to be wiped out in China. No, the church will never be wiped out. And in fact, it's going to be growing, according to reports, to 300 million in a few years. Now, what's happening is Communist Party authorities are invading Christian homes, raiding family gatherings, and interfering with parenting decisions. In fact, there's this one individual who is trying to stop, I believe it was his daughter from becoming a male through various surgery, and he was put into jail for six months. This is getting ridiculous in the United States of America. Authorities also were suing in China Christians for homeschooling their children or sending them to church-run schools in numerous instances. Now, there's a United States-based persecution watchdog, International Concerned Christians, notes that religious persecution in China will increase because of a new policy that the communists have just implemented. It's called Administrative Measures for Religious Personnel. And it went into effect four days ago on May the 1st. It requires all clergy and religious leaders in China to love the motherland, support the leadership of the Communist Party of China, support the socialist system, abide by the Constitution, laws, regulations, and rules, practice the core values of socialism, and adhere to the principle of independence and autonomous management of religion. Increased punishment, it says, in an April 27th report of this year, will become a norm for Christians participating in these religious activities not authorized by the Communist Party. And so we can begin to see that even in the United States of America, those kinds of things are trying to be cropping up all over the place with churches being accused of not loving others because we do not permit gay marriage, and other horrible activities that are contrary to God's word. We need to be concerned about it, but we have a Supreme Court at this point that appears that we will not be forced to go against God's word. But even if we're told to, we won't, because many Christians throughout the ages died because of religious persecution. 
but the church continues to grow. And we will continue to allow it to grow. Because of what? Because Jesus Christ is the center of the church and his crucifixion and resurrection provides the comfort that people really need. As we said last week, it's a shame that many young people are going into various items like tarot cards, etc., to find comfort when the comfort is so clearly found in the Word of God. I'm Tom Baker, and we note that even though persecution in China is increasing, so also are the number of Christians increasing, because no government from the time of the church on is able to deal with stopping the Christian church from witnessing and encouraging their members. On the next Law and Gospel with Wes Reimnitz, that's tomorrow, Thursday, we'll be discussing subjects that we pray will be of interest to you. And for Open Mic Friday, send me an email of any questions that we will attempt to answer to Law and Gospel at longgospel101.com. God bless you. Gospel each weekday morning at 9.30 on KFUO. For a tax-deductible gift to Law and Gospel, please make your check payable to Concordia Mission Society and mail it to Tom Baker, P.O. Box 28910, St. Louis, Missouri, 63132. To give online, visit lawandgospel101.com or call toll-free 1-877-267-1962. Views and opinions expressed on Worldwide KFUO may not represent the official position of the management or ownership of KFUO, the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. If you'd like to comment on programs or topics heard on Worldwide KFUO, write us at KFUO, 1333 South Kirkwood Road, St. Louis, Missouri, 63122. You can also leave a question or comment on our comment line at 314-996-1542. We are the messenger of good news, Worldwide KFUO.